from the Saints, 45. Madison, the tailback, play action for Kirk from under center, straight drop. Kirk trying to win it to Thielen, caught at the five, and he stopped at the two. Cousins, Thielen, 42 on the Saints. First and goal, Vikings from the two. Yes, Kirk, well done. We've been wondering, okay, Stefan Diggs no longer there. Who's Adam Thielen's running mate? Who's the next big weapon? for Kirk Cousins. Could it be Percy Harvin? Why are we playing Percy Harvin highlights? You saw the tweets today. He's working out. He wants to get back into the NFL. Looks like he's in tip-top shape. Just another layer to the discussion just over 24 hours away from the Vikings and the rest of the NFL with their first round launching virtually tomorrow night. Of course, we'll have coverage right here on Fox Sports 98.1. AM 1230, KWSN.com, your home for the Minnesota Vikings and the Sioux Empire for almost 20 years, Craig. You getting excited? Uh Uh-huh. I'm ready. (laughs) Of course. I'm ready. I got Uh, my list. I'm ready to go. So Paul Allen's going to join us in a moment. At 525, we'll open up the phone lines and we'll compile some of the best stuff we've heard so far today from people more in the know than us about the possibilities of the Twins taking their AAA affiliate to Sioux Falls, to a new ballpark, which uh, there are no plans right now of one. There's one that's part of a plan, but uh, Patrick Royce with an interesting tweet today that kind of got us all a buzz and a Twitter here in the Sioux Empire and in Twins, Twinsland for that matter. So we'll address that at 525. Chris Atterbury just joined us, Twins Radio Network, and some really keen insight into what Major League Baseball clubs are looking for in their AAA affiliates, and so we'll kind of react and see if Sioux Falls fits the bill. Meanwhile, let's talk draft. Let's go to the Twin Cities. He's a host on the highest-rated sports talk radio show in the country on a show called 9 to Noon that runs from 9 to Noon weekdays. You know him better as the voice of the Vikings for the last 18 years. Paul Allen on the Tires, Tires, Tires fan line. PA, good afternoon. Thank you for taking up Prime Real Estate on KWSN. How are you? Yo, bud. What's going on? What's going on, boys? Uh, just a uh, clarification. There, there's absolutely no way Men 2554 is my radio show, my particular time slot, highest rated in the country, but I thank you for the compliment. I think what you meant is FM 100.3 KFAN, Men 2554, markets 15 and above, well, that, that probably would be pertinent, what you said, but I, I appreciate the uh, the content. Yes, if I didn't make it clear enough, you're on the highest sports radio, rated sports oh, radio station oh, in the country. Hey, uh, there wouldn't you go. it be weird if uh, the Twins had baseball in Sioux Falls and you couldn't go? I mean, right in your backyard <laughs> and you can't go as a fan. Wouldn't it, that be special? You know, it, wouldn't, it probably wouldn't happen for another few years, so hopefully this pandemic wow. subsides. Um, by then, we're hoping. Yeah, I was going to say then. Uh, then you could go to your local watering hole, hoping to run into Jake Odorizzi. Oh wait, that's closed too. <laughs> I always like that one. Um, so, okay, let's just rip the bandaid off of the Percy Harvin thing today. Um, how how would you address that first and foremost? Because it well, it conjures up some fond memories. Yeah, I saw that earlier today. Percy will be thirty two in a month. Um, you know, it didn't come up on the radio show today uh, simply because there were other pertinent things to uh, to address. You know, somebody teams it just does it just doesn't work like this. Teams seen a social media post of Percy Harvin running in what I think is a circular parking lot or like a ramp, 
and uh, then all of a sudden, boom, they're just going to change their draft plans. So, you know, post-draft, I don't know, man, maybe it'll have some legs. Couldn't see it having any legs here. Uh, this is the team that traded him, got a, a very nice haul for him, um, and I think that they're uh, probably, certainly are younger uh, receivers to be taken in the draft beginning tomorrow. Probably more realistically, maybe Denzel Mims out of Baylor. You had Mike Lombardi, a well-respected three-time Super Bowl scout and executive across the NFL for over two decades, and he he likes Mims. He is uh, Michael Lombardi, the father of a coach at Baylor. But he he told you that this, if the Vikings are going first round on a receiver, this one makes sense for what the Vikings are looking to replace from Diggs. How do you feel about that? Well, with uh, you know, uh, I, I honestly haven't uh, heard a lot about Mims with this team. Uh, that doesn't mean it can't happen. Um, so when it comes to wide receiver in round number one for Vike, for the uh, Vikings, you know, those who listen to nine to noon or maybe when I join you guys, uh, really not much change to the plan. I mean, I think it would have to be one of four guys, and and they're the obvious four for anybody who follows anything, and then maybe one wild card later. Maybe it could be Mims. Uh, if you're if you're talking first round, but you know, I I still do not like if we're laying out a prop. Will the Vikings take a receiver in the first round or won't they? I'm not making the yes like minus one eighty. I mean, it's it's closer to a pick 'em whether they will or won't. Do you think the coaches have gotten a good enough assessment? on the draft picks this year because they've had to pretty much do a lot of videotape watching? No. Uh, I'm not going to say good enough. I mean, you know, good, I guess, is going to be in the eye of the film-watching beholder and those who set up these virtual chats with these kids. And, and, And they're able to get a lot out of that, not having pro days, not having the personal interaction. I would imagine a lot of phone calls and FaceTimes with coaches have taken place. And probably more than ever. So, you know, it, it's part of the intrigue of the way this whole thing is operating, including the virtual nature of it on television tomorrow night, is there, there are going to be teams that have relationships with college coaches. And you talk to those college coaches on a yearly basis, and you go into it knowing these coaches want their players to get drafted high because it makes their program look really good. So you're probably going to get mostly that side of the story. But when you're not having as much interaction with these rookies and there are no pro days and no visits to your facility, you really need to cut between the subterfuge with the people with whom you're chatting to get the accurate answer. And so we wonder how much this affects the Minnesota Vikings draft picks, but also moves they might make. And you've been talking for so long about Trent Williams, seven-time Pro Bowler. He's blocked for Kirk Cousins. We asked you about him when you were on our show two weeks ago. And uh, if, if those talks are real and how, how, how close they are to happening. And I'll ask you this. How much do you know or do you feel that the fact that the Vikings haven't had the chance to check him out personally with that head injury that kept him out of last year will affect their uh, eagerness to pull that trigger? It's a very, very fair question. Can't speak for the team on it. Uh, sticking by, you know, I think what I've said all the way back to the last time we chatted. I like Trent. And, and you know, as I said on my radio show today, I have intel that Kirk Cousins is quite fond of him. So Kirk wouldn't mind him here. Now you get into the fact that he hasn't played a full season since 2013. And he didn't play last year. But he didn't play last year 
a fair amount due to contractual problems with Washington. And then it, be, and then it you know, became kind of a shoe size contest between both those people, uh, those entities, and then it's over. You know, my, my take on Trent is he's going to get traded, and he's most likely going to be traded tomorrow, Thursday, or Friday. Because I can't see this Washington regime heading into the offseason with Trent on, on the payroll and roster knowing he's not going to be there. Now, the caveat here and the fly in the ointment is teams that miss out on tackles they feel need to, need to play this year. Now, those teams may be a little needy after the draft. But in turn, now all you can get is a current veteran on that player's roster or pick or picks in 2021. So I think he's going to be traded. If he's traded to the Vikings, I don't have a problem with it uh, because the general manager and the trainer, Eric Sugarman, are high-end, and they will have done whatever work is needed to be done to make sure uh, he's at least close to playing. Voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen, Craig and John, Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com, your home of the Vikings. Our mock draft at this time tomorrow on the air, 3 to 6. And, of course, the real draft coverage starts at 6 p.m. tomorrow night, courtesy Fox Sports Radio, right here on KWSN. Craig? Uh, PA, is there a cornerback that you that if the Vikings get, you would just jump out of your chair and celebrate? Is there a name out there that you know? Well, the, the, the long shot is C.J. Henderson uh, from Central Florida. You know, and, and he's going to get picked ahead of the Vikings. I don't want to really trade up for anybody except a um, an offensive lineman who, just for whatever the reason, is close to 22. Uh, Henderson can really, really play. And, um, and you know, he's, he's a Mike Zimmer prototype. After that, you know, my, uh, my, my eyes are on Christian Fulton from LSU. See where he falls. A.J. Terrell from Clemson. I think he fits what they do here. And uh, this cat, um, Jeff Gladney from TCU, man, I mean, he's, he's diminutive. I think he's like 5'10", but he has long arms and he's feisty. And those players are Zimmer-type players. Now, a wild card in this mix, and I don't know how you would do it or, or where you would get, because I think 25 is too high, with all due respect to the player. Uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. for the Gophers fits exactly the way Zimmer plays defense. And, you know, he used J. Ron Curse a safety from Clemson as kind of a nickel third safety bit quite frequently at times. And Winfield's better than J-Ron. And I think he'll be better right out of the gate. So just uh, just just be mindful of that in that Antoine, with, with some significant injury concerns over the years, uh, Antoine is a prototypically perfect player the way Mike runs defense. Mm, yeah, well, that was a talker yesterday on our show, and Craig hates it because he's not a corner back, corner back. No, or, he'd play inside. Now, right. He'd, he'd, be, he'd be your nickel a majority of the time. Now, the next layer to that is, okay, he's not as fast as a lot of these corners, which may be true. But, you know, honestly, how often is your inside guy running 40 yards down the field? Um, I, I've always liked Antoine. And I, you know, I had his dad on my radio show every single week for five years or four years. I mean, I know Antoine really well. And his son is, is a lot like him from a football smart standpoint. Mm. And, but the, the frustration for some Vikings fans would be if that is a first round pick, then you're taking away possibly the yeah, left tackle or the wide receiver, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I don't know if I can do that. I mean, you know, the, 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 the intel about the depth of this wide receiver draft is dead on. 
you know, and we heard a lot about it right after the season, then at the combine, and you know, all the way up to uh, what is tomorrow. It's legit. I mean, you know, now that I put a lot of time into it, either on my own or talking to people, there there are more than a handful of receivers who are going to be drafted Saturday, round four on, who are going to be incredibly good in the NFL. Um, <laughs> the Vikings have what twelve picks. Uh, in the draft, yeah, they got twelve now, and and for you know Winfield Jr. Man, you probably need to trade back in the first round or something like that. Mm, yeah, which is doable. I mean, I mean, uh, Spielman has a history of uh, moving up and down. What do you think he'll do tomorrow with that? Yeah, he's not. You know, he honestly in the first round, he's not really big on moving up. I mean, he moved up to get Harrison Smith, and you know there was a Cordero Patterson move. But like you know, going. I mean, it, if you really want to play fantasy draft. You could take 22 and 25 and get up to seven, seven or eight. So, I mean, if there's one right there that you think absolutely gets you over the hump, then then do Tackle. it because that player will be unbelievable. Um, I think that's a major long shot, something like that happens. Um, I think there would be a very, very small group of players, like two, three, maybe four, who would have to be available one, two, maximum three spots in front of 22 for Rick to give up deeper draft picks. Where yeah, he's he has a lot of picks to work with. Obviously, second most of any team in the NFL. Well, and you know, back back to Trent Williams because you know I do believe it is a fair talker, and I think a lot of Trent Williams' conversation is going to heat up tomorrow, big time. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you got to give compensation for Trent if, if you're going to be in on that into this off season. So that that has been for me the big separator. You know, what do they want? Um, because from what I understand, their demands uh, consistently change. Now, I haven't heard that in three weeks, but that's what it was like up to where we are now. So if it involves a pick or picks from Saturday, rounds four or beyond, I'm in. Uh, Williams is going to need to make a fair amount. What do you do? you got to find the money. So that's a problem, too. So there are some problem points with, with Trent Williams now. you know. But, but Trent, Trent's good. I mean, Trent's really good. When he came into the NFL in 2010, Mike Shanahan was the coach, Kyle. Shanahan was on the staff, and they ran that offense then, what you see now with Minnesota. There we go. Paul Allen, I have one more Vikings question from my own, and then there's one big at-large point, a big whopper, something might happen tomorrow that uh, would would raise everybody's eyebrows that PA talked about today, but we haven't had you on since the OBJ idea, the Odell Beckham Jr. trade discussion Reported rumor. Uh, how far do you think those got? And what did you do? What did you? What, how did you like the idea or not like the idea of it? Uh, negative on, on the idea. You know, with, um, with with Diggs leaving, and you know the perception whether people want to believe it or not that uh, that he had to go. And Kirk Cousins kind of intimated that on KFAN within the last week. You know, then then I just never understood why you know somebody would consider bringing in a mercurial talent like OBJ. Now, now Odell is better than Steph, in my opinion. So you would be technically upgrading. But then the thing that got me is, like, the, the reported compensation didn't begin until next year with the second-round pick. It was ridiculous. So I don't, um, you know, from a Viking standpoint, I, if they were involved, it's 2% or less. And from a Cleveland standpoint, you know, given, given OBJ's into social media and stuff like that, you know, I just um, I would be cognizant of what he thinks of like how everything developed and stuff but 
no, I was negative on it, and um, and I and I didn't think it would ever happen. F- fill me in on the cousin's intim- intimation that Diggs had to go. Uh, he he was on K Fan, yeah. I think, with the power trip last week and change or something. Okay, and um, and he, you know, Kirk put it like uh, like you know, it's best for both sides, or he wanted to leave, or something like that. Okay, uh, Craig. Any more about the Vikings for PA? Yep, last one. If uh, Coach Zimmer wants this guy, but Mr. Spielman wants this guy, who's going to win on that choice? You know, I, I don't. I don't ever know it to work that way between those two. Um, they are so far down the road on um, commonality when it comes to picks and rounds and trades and players. It's not like that. You know, they 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 could draft right now. They just got to watch the names fall. So it's, um, you know, Rick's the general manager and, and Zim's the coach. Gary Kubiak has a major say with offense. Marwan Maloof helps when it comes to uh, the return game, specifically players who can play and return punts, like Antoine Winfield Jr. returns punts. Um, Penn State wide receiver K.J. Hamler, really good returning punts. Um, so it, it's a collaborative effort. And uh, the, the overall first-round NFL draft question I had for Paul Allen as I caught him opining on what he's about to be asked is B- Bill Belichick, you know, he only has a few more years, and he's, he's not waiting around for any reclamation projects for a quarterback or a team. Right. So what do you think is going to happen? Well, it's, you know, with Bill, obviously, with, uh, with Tommy in Tampa, you know, with Bill, it's, man, it's really difficult to predict because it's such a weird situation. We have a virtual draft. A year Tom Brady is gone. Uh, they have a billion picks, including four in the sixth round, and two in the fourth, and two in the third, and 23rd overall. So, you know, if they have spent time believing somebody like Cam Newton or probably not Jameis Winston, but somebody like that, somebody who knows how to play, if they've spent time truly believing that, that this player can help us win games, then not much is going to happen. Um, if, they, if they have identified Herbert uh, Tungavailoa, uh, a quarterback widely considered to be the top three. I'm not saying Burrow because they nobody going from 23 to 1. But if, if, I, if Bill puts a package together involving this year, a player, next year and all that to get into a Tua spot, or a Herbert spot, I'm a, who's really going to be super surprised, you know, because uh, the quarterbacks are widely considered to be very good. And, and you know, with all due respect to what's on his roster now, you know, I think he probably would, and the owner probably would like to have, if you lose Tom, you lose the greatest and most famous quarterback in the history of the NFL. So you probably want to replace that individual with somebody who has a little hashtag faith on the back of the jersey. <laughs> uh, are the Buccaneers a Super Bowl contender now that they have Brady and Gronk? I got no idea, ma'am. I got to um, I got to see this draft. I got to analyze rosters. I like Bruce Arians as a coach a lot. And um, I like Brady and, you know, Gronkowski. We'll see what he looks like. Mike Evans can play. I think they need some help on defense. Uh, but there are a lot of good teams in the NFC, man, a lot of good teams. So uh, you put Brady on that team, and it's the ultimate team game. It's 11 on 11. Uh, from afar, it seems they would need more than HOF to get over the hump. PA, we always appreciate your time, man. Thank you so much. Enjoy the draft. Thanks, hey, man, you guys are great. Appreciate the run all the time. Enjoy the draft, and we'll talk soon. 
There he goes, Paul Allen, voice of the Vikings, at PA on the mic. His show is technically called the Paul Allen Show, but he likes to call it 9 to Noon. There's a lot to react to there, Craig. I, you know, I picked up some hints as to perhaps what to expect, and uh, I took some notes. We'll go, we'll go over that. We'll get reaction. We want our listeners, especially our Vikings fans here in the Sioux Empire, their reactions. You can tweet at KWSN Sports. You can tweet at John Gaskins981, and you can tweet at Craig Maddock about everything PA just said about what the Vikings will or should do. And uh, our, our one big thing about the overall events of the first round tomorrow, that Belichick could be trading up uh, to get a quarterback or just go out and get uh, a veteran free agent like Cam Newton. So we do want to hear what you have to say about that, and we'll reserve the back end of our hour for that, about a quarter to six. Uh, in the meantime, big talker today. Thank you to Patrick Royce, veteran columnist, Minneapolis Star Tribune. Uh, it's, this is taken out of a tweet. It's the last line of a tweet that has spawned some talk today on our show. Online at kwsn.com, the full story. But we pivot around this. Quote, don't be surprised if the Twins class AAA team ends up in Sioux Falls, which is planning a new ballpark. Huh? We've talked to Sanford Sports about this. They're the most likely people who are going to be able to ever fund a new ballpark in Sioux Falls anytime soon. Uh, you'll hear what they had to say about their uh, supposed plans for a ballpark out on the complex. And also Chris Atterbury, I thought, had some wonderful context to uh, the possibilities of the Twins as a AAA operation coming to Sioux Falls. And we also want to hear what you have to say about that. How much do you like the idea? How much do you think Sioux Falls would love that idea? How possible is it? 336-1230. Our phone lines are open the rest of the show. 336-1230. We'll bring back Chris Atterbury's thoughts and ours next on Craig and John. 90, Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com. Can't hear the show on the radio? No problem. We're always live at KWSN.com and on the free, easy-to-download KWSN mobile app.